Brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. Welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. My name's Jack White. I mean, Henry Volk. (laughs) My name is Matthew Pancake, and you're listening to the episode that we hope actually makes it out so that you guys can listen to it, because here's what happened, Henry. I'm sorry about this. Actually, I don't know if there was anything that I could do about it. We recorded the show last Sunday, and, you know, as usual, I was going to go back through and see if I could trim some you know dumb stuff because you know us sometimes we get dumb and computer crashed which is it's i mean it's not completely gone it still works but i'm not getting a picture i can turn it on listen for it to come you know how windows comes up with that music that says that it's on i can hear it type in the password even though i can't see anything on the screen hear it start running can't see and if you can and you know what this is one of those cases where if you're blind, you can't navigate a computer without a monitor. And I got, I'm going to have to figure out what the deal is. And and our show is in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, so your computer sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah the computer sucks. Sucks. Uh, <laughs> it sucks. It's, and see, we're not. And here's the thing, guys. All of our listeners, all two of you. <laughs> we we aren't on this show is not on like uh pirate christian radio or any of these things like uh, that no. it's not so they can't tell us that we can't say suck <laughs> and since you guys don't send us uh, emails saying we can't say suck, suck yeah <laughs> and since you never send us emails suck. complaining that we say suck we still say suck <laughs> so yeah suck it <laughs> okay um. Suck. Okay, so let's this try. So let's try to do something constructive here. Let me see if I can find and do let's the contact info. Do you have that up, or am I going to have to get it up real quick? I've, I've got it right here. It's too late. I've already got it. Why don't we? Why don't we do? Uh, hey, wait a minute. We're Lutherans. Like let's. Uh, you know, we haven't even said that. You know, this is a Lutheran podcast. Believe it or not, but it's well, but it's but, anime wait, from a Lutheran perspective. Wait a minute, Matthew. Do you remember what we used to say, Henry? I remember something. I remember words that. I remember words. The niche, the niche is, is good. good. The niche, the niche is life. Life, but I thought the niche was changing, Matthew. Well, it is, but you know we gotta we gotta stick with it. You know what we've got now because we we are Lutheran. We can't say we're not. Okay, so why don't we read the context info responsively? Okay. 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 So. I'll begin like I'm. Are we going to have a fight over who's the lectionary? Uh, no, you, you can go first. <laughs> okay. So, beginning with the top part. Okay, first of all, <laughs> that's that's silly. I, I just it just occurred to me that you know there's nothing else on the screen that makes it responsive, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So, if you would like to contact us, it's Angel Repair Juice PC at Gmail dot com. Like our page on Facebook and join our group <laughs> at Angel Repair Juice. 
www.wordpress.com. <laughs> and follow us on Twitter at ARJ Podcast. That's on Twitter. Oh, and man. <laughs> wait, but, but first, you also have to like and review us on iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast aggregator is. <laughs> you can tell we haven't thought this through at all. Nope. Our <laughs> uh, podcast sucks worse than usual, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, so we did. So we did cool. contact info. <laughs> yes. Now, did we do it well enough to like? Well, we'll do it again before the show's out. Okay. Yeah. So you have now. We've been doing this for a number of weeks now because it's actually kind of cool. You've you've got the book, and yes. it's and it's um, quotations from Chairman Trump. You know, but you know, Matthew, I'm beginning to feel a little biased because I really wish there was a book of quotations from Crooked Hillary that I could that I could read also to keep things Chairman, balanced. Chairman Hillary. Chairman Hillary. Well, Chairwoman. I, I don't know. I could like. Hillary. Let me see. I could pick. Let me see here. What have I got? Have uh, I while got you're, some, while I've you're got some Google up. Why don't I see if I can find some Hillary Clinton quotes we can turn into Chairman? Hillary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, while you're tell you, you'll take care of Chairman Hillary or Chair woman Hillary I'll uh, do Trump I got a couple juicy uh, Trump quotes here one very pertinent to today's uh, show topic it's filed under the the book heading philosopher king thus saith the word of Trump when somebody challenges you unfairly fight back be brutal be tough don't take it people it's always important to win that's a tweet from July 27th, 2015. Speaking of old crooked Hillary, we have a couple of sayings, some old Trump Peronicus here on uh, crooked Hillary. Well, I've got something. I, fa- I found a couple of, this is interesting. Okay, well, well give me a Hillary quote, then I'll, I'll find this one of Trump. <laughs> well, it, um, okay. His. I don't know if I need to set this up or not, um, but she 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 said this. She said, "I'm undaunted in my quest to amuse myself by constantly changing my hair." <laughs> She's undaunted. <laughs> okay, it's a little. Uh, uh, enter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear another uh, one? Well, let me let me read this Trump quote here. All right. About crooked Hillary. If Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America? <laughs> At real Donald Trump, hashtag 2016 president. Oh, you're pulling that up. Of, of, okay. No, no, no. It's actually in the book. It's retweeted April 16th, 2015. Later deleted, mind you. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. She said... Apparently said during her 2008 presidential campaign, she decided to let the general public know exactly what she would fix, how she would fix the economic mess the Bush administration dragged the country into. She said, I quote, we are going to take things away from you on behalf of the common good. (laughs) Yeah. It'd been better if they took them away from Bush, not... This, Here, I got to read this know, one. Kind of ambiguous, you. Before you go to another one, so regard, okay. regarding uh, her husband's annex, and so said, 
Um, Hillary scoffed at the notion that these accusations would be taken seriously. Who's going to find out? These women are trash. Nobody's going to believe them. <laughs> Let me tell yes, you, man. Hillary. That's exactly why I liked them. <laughs> they were trashy. <laughs> Just Hillary. like a woman. <laughs> oh, did you ever? Have you ever heard the? Have you ever heard the? I'll, I'll have to see if I can find it for later. It's yeah. called Bimbo Number Five. Okay, no, I haven't. <laughs> you got to look it up sometime. It's it's Bill all Clinton singing about the, Bimbo Number Five. Wow. Hey, I wonder where. It all where, depends on what the meaning where, of the word is, is Matthew. Well, it's this. Where's Bimbo Number Five? <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's talking about the one that comes after. A little bit of Monica, oh no more. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, a little bit I of am, Hillary. I, now I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, I've heard that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's okay, you got to find that and make that the closing music for today's show. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Wow. Wow. Okay. So we got we got one more quote from Trump here on the Muslims. I have friends that are Muslim. They're great people, amazing people. And uh, most Muslims, you know, like most everything, I mean, these are fabulous people. But we certainly do have a problem. Interviewed by Jake Tapper on State of the Union CNN, September 20th, 2015. Okay, let's see. My, uh, okay, I'm going to skip that one because I have no idea what, okay. Uh, when winning Democratic voters, when Democratic voters were looking for a candidate to challenge uh, W in 2004, attention naturally turned toward Hillary. However, she rebutted their pleas with a big fat lie. I have, ne- I have never said that I'm not running, and I'm having a great time being prez, being a first time senator. <laughs> being prez, being being first time senator. I should have read that first because it's like this. I've ne- I've never said that I'm not running and I'm having a great time being president. I mean, being a senator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little overconfident there. Let me tell you, people, she's so crooked. She already thinks she's president. But, you know, the truth is I'm already president. And uh, what gives her the right to do that? So, okay, so this this will tie in, Matthew, with, a, with a, the great uh, blog post you're going to read next. And this is under a heading in the book called Like a Really Smart Person. And thus, thus, says, thus saith the words of Trump, I'm the smart guy. I went to Wharton School of Finance, and I was a really good student and all that stuff. But then I built an empire. I did the art of the deal. I did the apprentice. I've had an amazing life. I'm like the smart person. Interviewed by Don Lemon on CNN Tonight, CNN, August 7th, 2015. Okay, so in other words, you want me to go from here to the... The genius email. The, the genius email? Yeah. The genius email. I'm, I'm Genius email. Let me tell you, this guy, this guy knows him some English. No, wait a minute. What are you, tell what, you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Oh no, the the blog post. Sorry. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Then I'll, I'll set it up real quick. So, we were, not was, hypocritical of me. I see there. See, there's my English 
it's already slipping. It's well, that's what uh, you get. For, starting, that's what you get for suck. imitating Donald Trump. It rubs off. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have to be uh, around him. Uh, I'm voting for Trump. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Hillary. <laughs> yep. uh, she, she's a chick. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so whoa, so I'm looking around. Idea. So okay, you know we're trying to do a show, and I'm looking around for blog posts. So I go to Crunchyroll because you know find out some news, right? So we find out some interesting news, like for instance, Little Witch Academia is actually going to be a TV show rather than you know those two shorts that they made because it's been really popular. So they're making a TV show and so forth. So. So I go down and looking at these these things, and I find one that says Kyoto Animation pair down, pairs down categories for eighth annual awards. Okay, no idea what that is, so let's find out, right? Starting in two, I've got to read it this way so that they get the punctuation right, because there's punctuation that's it's out there somewhere. Who knows? Starting in two thousand nine, comma Kyoto Animation has looked for talent. In an annual award that has brought publication, comma, then anime adaptations, comma, of honorable mention recipients, myriad collar fandoms world, comma, love Chunibio and other delusions, comma, free, comma, and beyond the boundary, period. In 2014, novel Violet Evergarden was the first grand prize winner, and there are plans in the world for it. <laughs> there is. Plans in the world. There are plans in the world for it. I, I, I imagine that was supposed to be plans in the work. Maybe, but it, remember, but. now the parameters have been announced for 27, 2017's 8th Awards, and there's a bit of a change. This time, categories are just novel and scenario. Gone is the Manga Award. And then you start to read down the thing where it says... We've finally seen the results of no manga scenarios worthy of any awards of KyoAni. These categories have been dropped. Shorts are 15 to 30 pages. Novels are 70 to 150 pages. Pages considered 35 lines of up to 42 characters. That's it. This has got to be the worst blog post I've ever, ever read. Hey, Matthew, are... Are there plans in the world for Angel Repair Juice? There are plans in the world. There are plans in the world for it. But but the uh, thing is, is I'm not certain that that's true because in 2014, which is two years ago, right? Novel yeah. Violet Evergarden was the grand prize winner, but the sentence before that says that honorable mentions got, you know, the you know anime made from them. Honorable mentions did. So what's yeah. taking so long for the grand prize winner to win? To be, <laughs> what's uh, it must have sucked like that blog post because it needed to be plans in the town in the in, not in the world but in the town for it. Yeah, because it's yeah, easier to the handle. World was yeah the world the plans was too in the fast. world is just but too big. Yeah. Plans in the world so, for it is just too much. See, see, the problem is they wanted plans in the world, but they should have done like Angel or Parachute and have plans in the niche. There you go. See, you gotta gotta start small. It's just like it's like Coach McGurk says, Brendan, Brendan, anything that's too hard isn't worth doing. But that's my John Benjamin impersonation. But <laughs> yeah, I whenever I encounter something hard, I, I think of the wise words of Coach McGurk. And when he said, Brendan, anything that's too hard is not worth doing. And I think, hey, you know, that's like Trump. Trump's in trouble because he has plans for, for the world. Plans maybe, in the world. 
There are planes plan- in the world. Planes in the world. Um, they, you know, maybe they meant to say planes in the world. Planes in the world. There see you go. that? There, yeah. See that? That makes see. That. So it's actually planes in the world, which makes sense because there are planes in the world, like flying around or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. I don't know what that has to do about anime, but it makes sense. Well, we're still sort of talking about the awards thing. You know, if they win the award, they're going to turn it into an anime or something. Uh, then they get their own plane to fly in the world, see? Yeah, there you go. There we go. Sense. <laughs> now that's some, that's some exegesis there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that's right. See, Trump went to the... Uh, <laughs> Trump went to the old uh, something school of business there. What's its name? He uh, he went to the Wharton School of Business. Well, I went to the Osteen School of Exegesis and Hermeneutics. And uh, And that's some fine interpretation right there. That's some some exegesis right there. Yeah. That's some serious exegesis. So, you know, I'm still looking at this, not the blog post, but I'm looking at the blog and thinking to myself, man, I don't know if it's like, they hired somebody. I mean, recently they had this, this thing where they said, we wanted to find some new talent to write some blog posts for us. Well, <laughs> they either didn't find it or they did and nobody's paying any attention. Yeah. I mean, I'd go work for them. I mean, I could, get, <laughs> I could do better I than could that. I could do at least as good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I could just type Damn. something real fast and say, yeah. well, this is what it meant. You know, yeah. It, it did. It did. You know, whatever. I, I would have known that it should have said planes in the world instead of plans. Planes. Crunchyroll, that's why you should give me a job. I see see here's my here's my tagline. This is this is my platform, Matthew. Henry Volk, Crunchyroll Blogger two thousand sixteen. Planes in the world. Planes in the world. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and there are planes in the world for it. Yes. Planes in the world. Would you really correct well, here, this? Here's something I didn't think to do. Let me see if I can get there. Well, it says there's four comments on this blog post. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. I want to well, hear these. I definitely want to hear these. Well, let's see if anybody else is like confused. I'll tell you what's confusing. Just. All right. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Going down. Going down. And my my greatest fear here is that nobody even noticed. You know that that's that's my greatest fear. <laughs> Kyo Anna, yeah, yeah, we know we didn't pick a winner last time, so we're not going to clear things up now. We're we're going to clear things up now. Wow! Congrats to the nominees. Oh Christ! This is hilarious. <laughs> maybe maybe that's some. <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody named Rome, Romeo Romeo 17 you know Romeo 17 I and then it says you. and then it says did you even read the article lol <laughs> <laughs> so two people so two people noticed but one person didn't even didn't was like over their head See this. This is how. See, you there can, are plans in the world for you. <laughs> See, this is how you can tell the weebs from the non-weebs. Is that what it is? Yeah, the weebs. 
that stuff doesn't even like you know doesn't register. Yeah, <laughs> you got your non weebs, and they can actually assess the uh, situation critically. <laughs> but do you really have to be critical to just notice that, like, it's word salad? <laughs> well, being critical of it is much more fun to read it because then you can be really snarky and, and hilarious. I, I mean, it sounds like to me like it was like in another language and you ran it through a word processor. And that's what you posted. Well, I don't know. Kind of what it sounds like to me. I, I don't. I, I think it was. Well, it might be. I don't know. One of these tweets is totally in Japanese. I mean, and, and there's no translation of it, so it's like, oh, we're supposed to know what that says. Who's the author? I mean, the, the, don't don't say their name. That, that'd be too embarrassing for them. But it, you know, do they? Can you like look at a profile? That's what I'm going to do. I just clicked on the blue and green thing here, and it says. Oh, it says, um, it says, this is his archive. And now I just clicked on where it says profile. And it's taking forever to go to the profile, probably because it's like, oh, we didn't actually create profiles. So we're, <laughs> let's see. This person is online right now. They're a premium member. They're a premium member. They've been a member since 2011. Oh, I get what's going on here. That's not actually a trained anybody. Oh. <laughs> but but it's, it gives you the whole thing, like you know how it's. This is the same profile, same kind of profile I have. You show up. It says, oh. it says your gender. It says your location, your birth date, all that stuff. Uh huh. Still, he's he's blogging for Crunchyroll, though. Yeah, he must. He's got three thirty-five thousand and ninety-four Crunchyroll points. To this day, I have no idea what that's for. If anybody out there can explain to me what Crunchyroll points are, we'll be in good shape. That's how, so how you get enough points, and Crunchyroll will give you like a like a blog. Oh, is that what it is? But they, but they don't actually monitor like what you put on it. Well, you know, that's it. Right there, I have plans in the world for it. I'm gonna plans get me. In the world I'm gonna it. get me. I'm gonna get me enough. I'm gonna get me enough Crunchyroll points to have me a plans in the world blog, and that's what I'm gonna call the blog. Plans in the world. There are plans in the world for it. That's gonna be the name of the blog, and I'm gonna do a podcast called Plans in the World plans for in the it. World. It's gonna be a podcast. And it's gonna be all that good stuff. And a, and a video, yeah, and a YouTube thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Plans, plans in the world in the for world. it. <laughs> <laughs> have, so from now on, when it, anytime we're, we're doing this, I have plans in the world for it. Plans in the world. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I, I feel bad because I, I don't like, you know messing with people because of grammar because we all had bad days where our grammar just looks atrocious. Okay, well, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish because this is a blog and he has the ability to not only go back and proofread but edit what he originally wrote and obviously he doesn't care enough to even do that. So, okay, go ahead. Okay, what I was going to do is here is the a selection from the archive. 
Oh, okay. For for the for the same person, and this is the headline by itself. You can it's quote you can advance close quote your fitness with Evangelion dumbbell sets. Already we're in weird land. Let's see here. It's time for your own training arc. Evangelion has teamed up with Army Dumbbell. Dumbbell as in thing you lift, not as in Baka Shinji. (laughs) (laughs) For Type 01 and Type 02 modular sets. With plates for adjusting the weight to 5,7 or 10 kilograms. The polyethylene... Promoted for the benefit of not rusting, smelling, or getting gold. Sets, comma, limited to 180,000 units. With bonus sports towel, go for 5,400 yen. Shipping is scheduled for July t- July 9th. There it is. It's, it's, it's habitual. Are there plans? Oh, and, oh yes. and the best part is it's, like, it's got this long... Thing of the same photo over and over. No, it's not the same. Okay, but it's it's the army dumbbell, army dumbbell, different colors over and over and over again. And then and then the last one is pictures of a guy playing with the army dumbbells. Mm. Which that's not his fault because <laughs> you know this. I'm sure this is produced by the company yeah, that's making yeah, the yeah, Evan- had- the Evangelion. <laughs> Army dumbbell set. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. For, for the listeners out there, poor guy in this stock photo, he had no idea this blogger had plans in the world for him yeah. to be a part of this blog post. Okay, it's not now, his fault. now just so that you know, yeah, is editor and I'm leaving the name out again. Okay, is editor and reporter for anime and manga at Geek Entertainment site. I'm going to leave it out. Follow him on Twitter. Ain't yeah. it cool news? Okay, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh. And here's the comments. And here I thought and here I thought Star Wars was the cow being milked to death, but they haven't licensed weights, so that's plus one for Ava. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take the damn. This is this is a, a quote or not a quote, but uh, a comment. Take the damn dumbbells, Shinji. After you make gains, get the, get in the damn robot. <laughs> get in the get in the damn squat rack, Shinji. <laughs> no one skips leg day. <laughs> All kinds oh, of gains. <laughs> Wow! Because they're like looking at this, going, "Really for for shizzle?" I mean, come on, <laughs> for shizzle? What? <laughs> because there's nothing else. It's like for fifty four for fifty four dollars, you can have this plus the the bonus sports towel. I got to read this, like I said, with plates for adjusting the weight to five, seven, and ten kilograms. The polyethylene promoted for the benefit of not rusting, smelling, or getting cold. Getting gold, right there. Getting gold. Sets limited to 180,000 units with bonus sports style goes for 5,400 yen. Shipping scheduled for July 9th. Order now. And yeah. 
Army dumbbell says Evangelion times. Ar- Army dumbbell. All right. So, so give us give us another blog post by this guy here. Oh, we gotta boy. give him one more chance. Well, understand on. that this is like taking a while to load. Let's see. Here. Okay. Another random one. I'm sort of like sweeping down as fast as I can go. Just total random. Okay. Super Sonico shows a little cleave in racing version. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> this is what it says. Shows a little cleave. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. From go the ahead. anime series, Sonny Annie comes a figure of Supersonico as the plus as the Nitro Plus music mascot appeared in episode ten of the series, dressed in the 2013 Racing Miku supporters outfit. The figure is based on an illustration by character designer Santa Santa Tsuji. That's what it says. And faithfully keeps all the impressive volume. (laughs) The one-seventh scale figure is on sale now ahead of an early 20... This is crazy. Let me read this again. The one-seventh scale figure is on sale now... Ahead of an early 2017 release. <laughs> it's an unreleased thing that you can buy now. Okay. From the from the anime series, Sonny Annie comes a figure of Super Sonic. Well, this is co- copied and pasted from something. Okay. So, okay. So, now I scroll down through the pictures of the figure and get to the end and it says, See more photos. So, so he actually didn't even write that. No, no, he did the beginning of it because there's like a there's there's like a the first part is him and then it's got like the dividing line and then and then suddenly this is what it sounds like because listen from the anime series Sonic Annie comes comes a figure of Super Sonico as she appeared in episode ten of the series dressed in the 2013 oh it's exactly the same excuse me no it isn't no it actually makes more sense in the 2013 Racing Miku supporters outfit exclamation point. Oh, okay. You see, now it makes sense. The beautiful oh. curves of Sonico's bosom and the bottom have all have all been carefully sculpted for fans to enjoy. And the different and the different textures all over the figure have have also been carefully recreated through intricate paintwork. Okay. You know, I'm not into the figures oh. thing. I had no idea that they were this verbose. Well, <laughs> See, I, I have two theories here, Matthew, because this one, grammatically, hasn't been too horrible, but it must be the... Except <laughs> for the little cleave part. Yeah. So, see, for him to expend the energy to, to actually care about using proper English... Okay, before... We- writing about a replica figure uh, of yeah. some girl in an anime series... So- Okay, so here's the headline for this one. I'm not even going to read the, the thing. This is the headline. Yeah. Uh, some guy on guy shopping showcased in Fundashi Koku Saikatsu anime preview. Guy on guy. Sh- oh, shipping. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Oh. That one actually makes sense. I misread that. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize to the guy, that, that, even that though he'll never know. That makes sense. Yeah. Even though he'll never know. Unless he's a secret listener of Angel or Pear Juice. So. There you go. Let's, we'll suddenly get floods yeah, of emails from all yeah, of his we'll, followers. Yeah. It's like all three of Studio them. Studio Ghibli con- co founder apologizes for selfishness and reduces exhibit price. 
Okay. You know that one looks that that, that looks promising. Do you want me to hit that one? Yeah, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. And then we'll move on to something else. If this will let me click it. Yeah, everybody's got to understand. I'm not working with the computer that I usually work with. Yeah. And it's giving me problems. It's uh, very this, slow. This computer this sucks. Yes, it does. Uh, it sure does. Uh, it's spinning. It's spin- There it is. Art and business have rarely been entirely divorced at Studio Ghibli. Oop. That's a short, normal sentence. Maybe contrary to the perceived spirit of the production house, they have not been too shy about selling merchandise. You have to get to their museum to see exclusive shorts like May and the Kitten Bus. Just thrown in there. Years before they stopped producing their own movies, they were already talking about downsizing to a core of staff needed to manage rights. Now the business side of Ghibli has come up with come up again in relation to one of their art exhibits. Though given the parties involved, there might be there might be as much theater as there is real controversy in the recent blow up. From Studio Studio Ghibli is planning a retrospective coloring work, covering works of the of, from pre foundation top craft production Nausicaa to their contribution to this year's French Japanese Belgian animated the red Tur- what <laughs> Studio Ghibli is planning a retrospective covering works from pre foundation top craft production Nausicaa to their there's, there's missing commas and stuff. That's what makes it like word salad. <sighs> admission yeah. admission to the Tokyo Roppongi Hills showcase goes from twenty goes for twenty three hundred yen. <sighs> but here's the part that I don't understand. Where's the selfishness? It's it, producer co founder Toshio Suzuki decided that maybe they weren't doing the right thing there. Leading into the July 7th opening, he announced, Sorry for being selfish. Finally, the exhibition is about to come to Tokyo. I'd like many people to come see it, but the $2,300 entrance fee has been bothering me. Ahead of the opening day, I talked to Studio Ghibli producer Akui and asked, Can't we make admission the admission price the same as a movie ticket? This has got to be like, all somebody translated this and now they don't understand what was really going on. Refunds are available to tickets purchased before the reduction. Yeah. This is like... Okay. To the same price as a movie ticket. I think that your people would have paid 2300 yen. 23 bucks. 22 bucks. 23. Word of... Word of thumb, it's it's pretty simple. You know, they think of a yen as a penny. If you were if you were living in the culture and you knew nothing about dollars, they have ninety nine yen stores and one hundred yen stores, just like we have dollar stores. So think of it that way: twenty three hundred yen, twenty three bucks, so that you can translate it easily in your head. So twenty three dollars to get in to see this big retrospective, but that's bothering him. So the difference is five bucks. And this is a controversy. He's a pol- actually actually I, I this does make sense. Um 
Sorry, I'm sort of all over the place with this. This does make sense from a cultural standpoint. He there does not actually have to be a controversy for him to apologize for something. He's he's expected to apologize even if nobody complained because it was bothering him. And the assumption is is that if it was bothering him in secret, it was bothering other people in secret. They just weren't saying anything. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So he's expected to do that. I remembered this because I had to actually ask somebody who's from Japan. I've got a couple of people, believe it or not, on my Facebook thing that live in Japan. And I said, so what's this about? Because it was it was that um, if you watch the, the uh, Kingdom of Dreams and Madness on Netflix, which is a, a documentary about Studio Ghibli, specifically when they were making um, The Wind Rises. And they get done with the movie, and they're screening it for – you know, um, studio heads and the people who work at the studio and um, reporters and things like that, and Hayao Miyazaki's there, okay? When it's all over with, he gets up, he goes down front, and he tells everybody, he says, this is the first time that any of my movies that I have ever made touched me this deeply. I apologize to all of you. And then he walked away. Because in, in his mind, he made a scene. Yeah. Not that anyone complained, but in his mind he made a scene, so he apologized. Um, that's that's what you call that's what do they call that? Wasps here in the United States. Are you are you are you anybody by chance from New Hampshire? Said yes, and we're Presbyterian too. <laughs> that's, that's from Scrubs. Is this? episode where this guy is is he's he's got prostate problems and the doctors are you know telling him his 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 uh his options you know and the wife's there like that and they say well you know it's it's looking an awful lot like you have cancer and his his wife doesn't say anything or anything like that and she just sort of bows her head a little bit and just looks down and he goes oh stop making a scene (laughs) (laughs) you guys by any chance wasps (laughs) Yeah, we're Presbyterian. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, you've you know, you've got a you know you've you actually are expected to do that. Now the thing about it is, is the article doesn't explain that. Yeah, it just throws it out there like, oh yeah, this is big drama. <laughs> okay. Big drama. Have we got anything else to do besides this? Oh yeah, yes. we do actually. Yes, we do. We got a new segment. Now here's here's the awesome new segment change music, guys. Ready? Ready for this? All right. Which one do you like better? What do you mean? Very sitcom-y. Well, it sounds like bump music for King of the Hill. Yeah, it's like, it's like some... <laughs> like when they change, like when they change to a different segment. Yeah, when, they, when it moves to a new scene, you know, they go... Dang it, Bobby, that's my good wrench. <laughs> What boy ain't right. <laughs> Hank, it, it was the government, Hank. They're trying to get my brains. There's Boomhauer. Yeah. You don't, don't, dang old, don't, can't tell, man. You don't, dang old bump music. You know? <laughs> Time for a new segment. Uh, anyways, that's. So uh, we we do have something to talk about, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> Are we going to use uh, good grammar? Yes, we are. We're going to use our, gram- what, going to use our grammar use, goodly. We're going to be so goodly, Matthew. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I've got goodly some and good bigly. words. I have the best words 
and the best grammar. Let me tell you, it's going to be huge. It's going to be usual. Usual. <laughs> I have strength and I have energy. I have strenergy and I have strenergy to do this next this next segment. I tell you. So, uh, uh, dear listeners, dear dearest listeners, um, uh, over the week Matthew and I were talking about possibly retooling the podcast. Um, Getting away from the more Lutheran-y particular side of things and heading in a more general, theological, philosophical You make it direction. sound boring. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, to kind of broaden the horizon some. Yeah, it uh, sounds exciting. Large. Sounds exciting there. <laughs> Expand the niche. Um, bring more people into the niche. So... I was thinking this morning, Matthew, because I just... That's a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> so over the weekend, I had, I had uh, ordered on Amazon a copy of the Pre-Socratics. That's the Philosophers Before Socrates. And it came in yesterday. And there's one philosopher in particular named Heraclitus who has this particular saying, very famous saying, by the way. Well, so this is what Heraclitus says: It is impossible to step. It is impossible to step twice into the same river. It scatters and regathers, comes together, dissolves, approaches, and departs. Here we have another fragment. Heraclitus the Obscure says: We step and do not step into the same rivers. We are and we are not. But the idea is that you can't step into the same river twice. And Heraclitus' uh, reasoning behind this is that because everything is in, a, is in a state of flux, in a state of change, so although the river may look the same, really it's different water. The the sand bed uh, underneath your feet has changed. There's different fish. And so it's while it's in a way the same river, truly not – so I was thinking this morning about the show and about this little saying of Heraclitus, and it, it occurred to me, Matthew, and it, it occurred to me bigly, in bigly, big, in I, a bigly sort of way. In a bigly sort of way, can we ever watch the same anime twice? And you came to the conclusion. Well, see, I was hoping we could have a, a dialogue. Well, we would, but oh. without knowing, <laughs> without, oh. without, without see, you I, defining what it is you mean here, see, I, I was you hoping can't actually you, have a discussion. I was hoping you'd do all the heavy lifting. Uh, no, no, I, I've actually got something here. So, all right. So, so the question is... You don't want me to do the heavy lifting, actually, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> tell you what, I've got plans for the world with this idea, <laughs> and, and tell you what, they're going to be some great plans, bigly plans, plans in the world, plans in the world. That's right, plans, plans in, in the, the world. world for it. Uh, plans in the world, people. Remember that plans in the world. Henry Crunchyroll blog, 2016. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in a bigly way. Um, but no, seriously. So, like, we think about anime. So, let's say I'm watching. Um, Robotech is what I see on my shelf. I'm watching Robotech. Okay. People back in the day watched Robotech on analog TVs, possibly even black and white, white still. They hadn't got color. It's kind of a stretch, but you never know. Um, 
you know, they watched it when they got home from school every day when it first aired. Uh, then they, then it was, um, put out on VHS and then finally DVD is, which is what I have it on. And then, uh, now it's, I'm sure it's available for digital download. So you have this, no. this show. No, Robotech. it isn't. <laughs> oh, it isn't? Ro- Robo- oh, really? The original Robotech is one of those yeah. that's sort of in limbo. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay, I didn't know that. It's, well, it's a hate, it, we've said it on the show before. It's a hateful situation in 2016. Why a program like that would be sitting on a shelf someplace place gathering dust when other shows are, you know, experiencing a resurgence because, you know, they're, they're hitting their, you know, certain periods like, uh, 10th anniversary, 20th anniversary, stuff like yeah. that. I mean, you know, and some and some shows are even being remade. So, you know. Yeah, you think Netflix would be all over that. But but anyways, you you have the same show, more or less, um, in all these different formats. But even if let's say I I let's let's just say hypothetically that the Robotech was on a streaming service and I could stream it uh, on my phone, if I watch it on my TV, and then later I watch it on my phone, have I really watched the same show? Because everything is different. The sound is different. The the color is going to be different. The way it looks is going to be different. And then also, even if I were to watch it again on the, on the same... Um, TV, is it really the same? Because the entire experience is different. So is anime a thing or is the anime an experience? Just putting these ideas out there for people to think about. So do you ever really watch the same anime twice? I'm kind of thinking that not really. Because um, every time you watch it, it's a different experience. Um, you come away. Well, d- do it ahead. this way. Start start with the original the original premise about the river. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's that's great as far as it goes, but there's more to it than than just that. Ask yourself this question: If you visit the river, is it really the point that the river itself isn't the same river? Is it more the point that maybe you're not the same either? Well, that's true. Because it's true. that's where your real uh, – you know, you can even take cracking open the Bible being the same. Is, is the Bible the same – is it the same Bible that you read when you were 15? Now, I don't know if you were reading it when you were 15, but I'm asking you. Do you say you're 15 years old, someone gives you a Bible, you read it. <clears throat> Are you reading the same Bible today – as the one that you were reading then. Well, I guess from a, a purely materialistic standpoint, possibly. Um, of course, you got to account for like chemical changes in the paper. Okay, but, but, but what about it being the Word of God, though? Well, that depends on whether you're a conservative or a liberal, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But let's but let's say that you know what it is is what it is, right? Okay, yeah, so, yeah. So you define it in its terms. What is it? Word of God. Yeah. You know, what does? Yeah. You know, what does? I mean, you can you can make the move this way. You can say, how do we know that that 
let's say the Old Testament is what it is, okay? What's the yeah. best way to decide, you know, whether or not you should take the Old Testament seriously? If, if what you're doing is you're using the Bible itself, that old standard of the Scripture interprets Scripture. And since it's not really just one book that was written by one person, it's actually several books written by lots of different people, you can get some kind of an idea of what one author thought of another, another author's work inside yeah. this same book. So here's, here's what you do. You look at Jesus himself. What does he do with the Old Testament? He interprets it, interacts with it. Well, what does he think of it? About it. What's, what's, what does his, what, what does he think of it? What does he think that it I, is? Well, presumably the Word of God, yeah. Yeah, and see, he, he, does he handle it with authority or does he handle it sort of lame? Well, it kind of depends. Sermon of the Mount, it's kind of iffy. Other times he quotes it with authority. Well, no, he's he's pretty authoritative. If you go through it line by line, he's deconstructing what the rabbis say about it now versus what it actually says. You know, well, he, it's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, that's that's what he's doing. Is he's de- but on top of that, what does he say about himself? He said, "But I say to you, yeah, yeah." You know, so if if he's handling the 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 Old Testament, which is what he's mainly dealing with there, he's handling the Old Testament. Pretty authoritatively, as though it's what? The Word of God. Yeah, and, and therefore authoritative. Yeah. If Now, is Jesus just a man or is he God? Well, it depends. Are you a liberal or a conservative? Yeah, but, but, that's, <laughs> that's, but okay, then are, let's define once and for all. Are you a liberal or a conservative? I'm a moderate. You're a moderate. Well, what do you think? What do you think of? I, you can run this all the way down to the end, or you can make some sort of a definitive idea of, of who Jesus is, and whether or not it's worth listening to him. You yeah, know, so, yeah. Well, so, he's God. so, so if he's God, whose opinion of the Old Testament do you have? God's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's that. But just getting back to the the Word of God. Now you read it when you're 15, and you read it today. What's really different? What's what is really the thing that's that's different there? Well, you are. Yeah, because, but, but I think you have to take in mind. So we're assuming that you're reading the uh, the exact same Bible that you well, had when. You were well, 15. even if you weren't, because it's not that. See, even let's say that it's an unbeliever gets no effect spiritually from it at all okay yeah and let's say that it's not even the bible let's say that it's shakespeare read yeah. it when they were 15 because they had to in class what might they think of it years later after they've matured yeah see just just that alone means that this thing didn't even really change it's still shakespeare maybe they updated the language a little bit but the person that actually changed was me or you or whoever it was that read it. Or maybe what happened was is you actually saw it performed, yeah, saw Hamlet, can, you know. But can you ever read it the same way twice, you know, the same way twice? But that is the point, you know. No, yeah, I don't think yeah. anybody could disagree with that being the case. Now, going back to the anime, yeah, okay, you make some good points about it being in different formats and in a way that, that there is a way in which not fully – but there's a way in which that old standard, the media is the message, is 
kind of true. You know, if you watch Star Wars, which is really meant to be seen on a really big screen on your phone, is it really the same? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it isn't. It's, no, it's it, not. It's uh, even if you get the like special magnifying glasses and wear headphones and hold it right in front of your face, maybe you're getting close to it, except it's going to look pixelated because it's not anywhere near as clear as 35 millimeter or 70 millimeter, which is the way they used to put these things up on the screen. 70 millimeter, you know, clear as a bell all the way from on a curved screen, you know, left to right. Huge, you know, IMAX size before it was IMAX. Huge. Bigly, bigly screen, bigly screen. It's going to be huge. So, you know, the experience is very different. This way you can take two people and say, did you see Star Wars? Oh, yeah, I saw Star Wars. Well, when did you first see Star Wars, Henry? Probably sometime in the early 90s on VHS. On VHS. When I first Star Wars, first when I first Star Wars, hear that? <laughs> when I first Star plans Wars. Plans in the world there. there. Plans in the world for it. Plans in the world for it. Um. When I first saw Star Wars, it was in Mesa, Arizona. I remember exactly where I was. At the Cine Capri Theater on Camelback Drive. Okay? I go in. I sit down at the screen. Sit down in front of the... We want to sit in the front, right? And when we sit down in the front, we're like sitting in these chairs and going, well, you know, you look up at the screen and I, I, I can't really sit. And then while you're saying that, the chairs automatically... Now, this is 1978, by the way the chairs automatically recline to where now you can see the whole screen. You still got to sort of pan your head from left to right. And we're like, oh, yeah, this is like, it's nothing but white at this point. When this big ship flies over, the, the, the Star Destroyer flies over, you know, at, right at the beginning, the whole place is shaking, and, and you're like taken out of this world into, yeah, see, my experience is altogether different than yours first time. Yeah. Now, here's the big question. You want to want to want a, a tough philosophical question. Which experience was better? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one was better? Which one of us actually got the better experience? That's that's a tougher. That's the tough question. Yeah. Whenever it comes to anything, you know, if we recommend that you watch an anime or read a book, like if somebody's, um, um, you know, on a on a Christian podcast and they tell you that you should read, <laughs> I know you're going to scream if I do this. Joel Osteen's new book, <laughs> just because it's funny to say Joel Osteen's new book, <laughs> it's you know, but they they tell you to. So two different people read it. Yeah, yeah. What are they going to get out of it? They're going to get. Yeah, are they going to get exactly? Experiences. Are they going to get see, exactly what he meant to get out of it? Oh well, no, because it's it's totally subjective. Yeah. So, Mister, that kind of goes back to the point. So, I, I mean, I see what you're saying there, but but I think at the most basic level, Heraclitus is saying that okay, you can never experience. He's staying in reality. Same thing twice. The, he's, he's staying in reality is what he's doing, which is what early philosophers wanted to do anyway. They wanted to see the world for what it is. You know, so many of them wrote, they didn't just write philosophy, they wrote stories. Like, uh, I want to say, I don't, I want to say it wasn't Socrates. I want to say that this is what it was reported a story that he was talking about. 
um, seeing the the reflections of the fire on the wall, and then following, yeah, Plato. and then him Plato. is Plato. Okay, so he follows the light, and you know he's um, follows the light up, finds out that there's the fire out there, and then he goes back to tell people about it, and then the people want to see the fire, but along the way it takes a while to get there. They start to fidget and, and all that stuff, and eventually they club him on the back of the head because they think he's insane. There is no fire up here. What are you talking about? You know, it just, you know, sometimes people don't want to see reality, and that's part of the reason for philosophy, you know, so staying in reality. But the problem is, is there's this reality of our head, what's inside of here, and you can't get around the idea that it was seen by eyes that was interpreted by a brain. So the idea for for Paracleitus and people like him is to try and give some some idea to people so that they can actually start to think outside of the box of, yep, that's the same river as it was last year. And yeah, not really. And if you think about flowing water, actually from the terms of, well, okay, let me back up for a second. Whenever you first mentioned that, and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, the flowing water thing, that's right. I remembered the number of times that I heard about flowing water in an anime. Because some of those writers that are over there write those stories, they've studied Western philosophy. <laughs> yeah. And they, they bring this up, you know, as, as part of their stories. You know, this is because the idea is to talk about change. A lot of the time, uh, you can tell that the West has really made a big uh, impact on the kind of writing that they do in the East because, you know, a lot of the times their writings and stuff over their traditional writings ended with just everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah. They're just dead. And it's like bleak and, and sort of terrible and sort of an ultra reality, uber reality that, you know, with nothing really in between. We just died. We, we had a life and we died. Well, did you die well? No, not really. Nobody dies well. <laughs> but are there plans so, in the world for it? Yeah, well, there were plans in the world for it. They're eventually wound up being because, you know, some of these people um, before World War II, actually, who had been coming over and studying, um, you know, Western philosophy, taking that back with them. Um, hope, for instance. If, how many times have you seen that topic come up in anime? just wasn't a thing in in the 19th century just hope yeah they got a word for it but nobody hopes for anything you it either happens or you make it happen if it doesn't happen oh well no big deal it's just yeah. it's it's a different kind of culture a different way of, of thinking you know it's missing if you it it goes back to to orwell if you don't have words for the concept like if you don't have words for freedom Nobody understands freedom because you'd have to, every time you talked about freedom, you'd have to explain it to them. You know, but with the word, all of that baggage gets to attach to the word. You know, so which goes back to, you know, did you experience the thing the same way? Well, if you didn't have all of those concepts already sort of attached to easy to understand symbolism, some of the things that happen in, say, Star Wars or in an anime don't mean anything or mean very little, you know, until later on after you've either read or seen all sorts of other stories that are reflective of the same thing. And then you start to see how this, you know, 
steamrolled your life right at the beginning of your, you know, whenever we like I was, you know, 12 when it came out and it had a huge impact. So, well, see, what I was thinking was, um, I'm going to use the example of Evangelion. Um, is that Matthew and the dumbbells? You, the Evangelion dumbbells? And, 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 <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Uh, <laughs> not quite. They tell you those are some bigly dumbbells, though. Um, <laughs> Army dumbbells. But uh, uh, yeah, so so you, you talk a lot about on the podcast that um, there's a lot of shows that are front loaded. Yeah, meaning that like Evangelion, there's all these little hints and clues and things that. That lets you know what's going on in earlier episodes, but they don't mean anything until you get until later, you get yeah. until later. Now it's provided that that they were big enough hands that you kind of remembered them or whatever. Well, um, not just that. So, if, if maybe you walked right past them and you don't even yeah. remember it. But what yeah. happens is, is the ending has enough of an impact to make you go back and look at it again, and exactly. then you go, and then you go. Oh, oh! I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just I, I like that idea of you know the story is front loaded, full of of you know kicking it back to Christian things. That's the way the Bible is. It's front loaded, sometimes very densely front loaded, but still you know it's it's front loaded till you know the incarnation of Christ comes along, and then suddenly you go back and you go oh, but you can see the New Testament writers doing that too. You know, out of Egypt. What does that mean? Well, Israel comes out of Egypt. Jesus comes out of Egypt. You know, that resonance makes you go, oh, wow. Hadn't seen that. Hadn't hadn't expected that. So, there you go. We did some philosophy on our show. So, so, so can, can you watch the same anime twice? Why would, why would you want to? People who well, people who are real philosophers hate me because I do things like that. So why would you want to? It almost sounds like I'm I'm saying no. You never you never watch the same one again twice anyway because you just don't. There's, there's I just put it up on the shelf and I mean I mean kick Naruto twice. Yeah, you're garbling uh, up on me now. It's happening oh, again. Really? Yeah. We're getting we're getting a lot of rain. Oh yeah. Well, in well, that, that's, well it, here's the thing. That. You can you can never. You, you that old saying you can never go back to even if even if you could go back home to where you were born it's you you instinctively know it's not the same looks the same sort of a little bit not quite there's enough different to where okay it's time to move on which is actually good because if it felt exactly the same you might be tempted to stay there in other words, watch the same anime over and over and over and over and over again. Watch Star Wars, a hundred thousand. Oh, like that's, that's bad. Because <laughs> people I did know, actually. I don't know. <laughs> that, that one actually happened. Yeah, I was going to say this. Like people do with Angel or Paradise when a new episode comes out, they just. Yeah, you should listen to it because we front load our shows too. You just don't know it because you've never listened to them twice. Yeah. 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 People like. So we actually mean like physically, twice, even though you actually can't listen to them twice. Yeah. But you know what we mean because we've been talking. Yeah. Well, pretty soon I yeah, think I'm going to lose you because you're really turning out bad now. The rain is drowning out Henry. 
unless he can find a way to make it better. No. Well, you want to do some more contact info? Yeah, why don't we do that? Uh, I think that at this point, though, it would probably be better not to to do it uh, responsibly because I don't know if people will be able to hear you. Talk to me one more time and see how it's sounding. I don't even know if he's Uh there. Okay, Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. That's Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. Or you can go to angelrepairjuice.wordpress.com. That's a blog, believe it or not. It's, and we try to actually be grammatical. We're gonna, it's gonna be hugely better. Huge, hugely betterly than, than anything else. Huge. Angel Repair Juice, uh, the Facebook group, which is actually probably the most active thing that we do. Uh, it's a nice safe place to just geek out on anime if that's what you want to do. There's also a page there. And there's a RJ podcast on Twitter, and I believe that we've got it fixed now so that all of our shows pop up on there, and you could subscribe that way. Of course, you can find us on iTunes, and you can find us on all sorts of... I actually did uh, put us into the uh, the Google Play Store, so you can find us there. And if you just Google Angel Repair Juice, with the only Angel Repair Juice there is, except for Bill Shatner's Angel Repair Juice, which ain't us. So... Thanks for listening to Angel Repair Juice today. See if I can hear him. I'm Heraclitus. Heraclitus. And my name is... I have no idea. My name is Matthew Pancake. That was Henry Volk. Come back and listen to us next time when we'll have more anime from Lutheran perspective and maybe even pouring some philosophy into that. So, talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Note to myself, nail her later. A little bit of Monica, oh no more. A little bit of Kathleen out the door. Jennifer Lopez in my bed. A little bit of Hillary, now I'm dead. Oh, I do love New York. Won't you please elect my wife? You know, get her out of the house, because I got yard work to do. Yeah, that's right, yard work. Ah! Oh, excuse me, uh, bimbo number six?